Welcome to You Are Not For Everyone. This is Jackie Henderson. I am a licensed mental health counselor with a specialty in somatic and holistic practices. On this podcast, we normalize talking about important mental health topics such as depression, anxiety, grieving, trauma, personality disorder, and much more. Thank you for joining me today and let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today we are talking about living a blissful life. And what is the definition of bliss? Well, the dictionary says it is defined as a supreme happiness, utter joy and contentment. But there's also a spiritual meaning to bliss and that is the one I wanna focus on today. And spiritually speaking, bliss would be dwelling in paradise or attaining nirvana a place free from pain, worry, and suffering. And how many of us want to live a life free from pain, worry, and suffering? I think all of us would love to live in a state of bliss constantly. The struggle and the challenge of living a blissful life is it's a practice and it's a choice and it comes and goes. And when it's here, we really need to experience it. And when it goes, we want to figure out how to bring it back in a way that's calming, relaxing, and tranquil. Stress comes into our lives. Physical, chronic pain, emotional pain comes into our lives. Loss and suffering and sadness comes into our lives. These are inevitable. Conflicts with loved ones and friends, getting fired from jobs, losing opportunities, breaking up, broken relationships. These are constant in our lives. These are probably never going away. But in order to live blissfully, We have to find that place in our souls, that place in our spirits where calm resides, where we're tranquil, we're living in a nirvana. The Buddhist meaning of peace is not to be in a quiet place, to be in conflict, to be in loud noise and still feel peace. And that's what we want to do with bliss. We want to figure out how to attain it and how to carry it into our lives when we need it, especially during painful, worry, stressful times. So how do we attain bliss? Well, first of all, let's talk about what bliss feels like. Have you ever experienced a moment of bliss when everything just felt peace and contentment? And I'm not talking about the happiest moment of your life. That's joyful and happy and uplifting. I'm talking about a moment in your life when you just felt like everything was okay. You're calm. You're at ease. Everything is okay. Have you felt that? And I'm going to ask you right now to see if you can challenge yourself to feel 30 seconds of bliss. So what I want you to do not yet, I'll tell you when, (laughs) is to pause this podcast and sit in quiet for 30 seconds. You can put it on your timer on your phone and make sure all the noise is off in your house. Make sure you're in a quiet place in your wherever you are in your car. But sit quietly for 30 seconds. And when you sit quietly for 30 seconds, I want you to listen to the silence. Really listen to the silence and let your body feel the silence. So go ahead and try that. For the next 30 seconds, sit quietly and enjoy the silence. 
Welcome back. How was that? Did you do it? What did it feel like? That moment of taking in the silence and really listening to the silence, that is bliss. Because at those for those 30 seconds, you were free of worry. You were free of pain. You were free of stressing about tomorrow or worrying about yesterday. For 30 seconds, you sat and listened to the quiet. And that is how you start to practice bliss. You pause. Pema Chodron is one of my favorite spiritual writers, and she always encourages us to pause. And when I was getting my master's degree, this was actually an exercise we had to practice four times a day. We had to pause for 30 seconds, whether it was while we're drinking our coffee and really for 30 seconds, enjoy that coffee. Or if we see a sunset, we pull off to the side of the road and get out of the car and look at the sunset for 30 seconds. Or if you're under a cozy blanket, just really feel that blanket for 30 seconds. If you're with your pet, you can just pet that dog, pet that cat for 30 seconds and really just be present. Bliss is about being present, present and experiencing the calm, the moment, the now, being fully present to the moment. And that means within you, connecting inside you to what's going on outside of you. And it's a practice. It doesn't happen automatically. It's a choice. What I try to practice now when I walk my dog, it's very early in the morning and it's so quiet in the neighborhood. And I try to listen to the silence. And when I listen to the silence, I really feel it in my body. I feel it in my spirit. And I practice that. And the reason we practice that is so when we get into stressful times and we get into painful emotional times, we can call on that blissful quiet because we've practiced it. We can pay attention to it. We can bring our body to that moment so we can be grounded and centered. I often talk, and I'm sure you've heard me talk a million times about being first responder type attitude. And first responders have to have that quiet moment. It happens fast, but they can find that calm to make speedy decisions, efficient decisions to help the situation. And without being calm for those few seconds, they will make poor decisions or move too fast. We have to do this also just in everyday life, pausing to take in the moment, practicing this, slowing down, enjoying the moment, those quiet moments, those good moments, those happy moments. Every single time you have a quiet moment, a peaceful moment, enjoying your food, enjoying your bed, enjoying the company of a friend, enjoying nature, you have to practice let it letting it sink into your nervous system so you connect to it and you're totally present and you pause in that moment for 30 seconds and that is how you start to create bliss because bliss happens when you choose it bliss happens when you're aware aware of the present moment calm when you're aware of the present moment happiness when you're aware that at this moment right now there's no stress in your life you might, you could picture stress, you can create stress, you can worry about bills, you can worry about 
what's going to happen this weekend. You're going to, you can dwell on what happened in the past, but if you sit right where you are in this very moment, there is no stress. Hopefully you're in a quiet place and take in the relaxation of your nervous system. Take in the calm of the situation. Take in the good. Take in the unextraordinary. Since we would use that word in the hospital, it was unextraordinary because nothing major happened. It was very calm. And that's what you want to practice, enjoying those moments, because when we are stressed and things are happening to us, we get overwhelmed. And then our nervous system goes into fight or flight, and then we're flooded with emotion. But if we are able to call on that calm at any given moment, we can help our nervous systems to stay in that present moment experience. We can act as a first responder. So when we are in those stressful moments, we can actually calm ourselves to take in what we need to do in those high stress moments, high conflict moments. So here are some practices I'd like you to start thinking about to bring in more bliss to your life. I want you to view everything and everyone you meet with gratitude. Everything you do, everyone you meet, everyone you sit with, practice gratitude. Be thankful. Every person you come across, strangers and people you've known forever, they may have a story you've never heard. They may know someone that you know. They may know a story that is happy and funny. They may have an opportunity for you that you don't even know. The stranger that you just met might connect you to the next big adventure. So be grateful for each person you come across. Be curious. Get to know each person. Don't sink into yourself. You step into gratitude with each life experience and each new person you meet. That puts you in a present moment blissful state. Try to live each day without focusing on the negative and focusing on the positive. When you start your day, think about what you need to do that day and look at it with gratitude and with hopefulness and with excitement. Yes, you might be going to work, but you can choose to go to work and be miserable about it or you can choose to go to work and make it a a great day. You can have a Mr. Rogers attitude. It's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. What are you going to do with this beautiful day? And that's the attitude to start with. And again, that puts you in a blissful state because you're in a state of present moment. You're calm and you're looking forward with optimism and hope. Put on your favorite songs on the radio when you're driving to work or when you're getting ready for work in the house and jam out. Listen to the music. Music can really set the tone for the day. Happy, fun music, uplifting music, really strong beats. This energizes you. This puts your mind on the music, puts your mind on happiness, excitement, energy. And again, these are all things that lead to bliss because remember, bliss is living stress-free, worry-free, pain-free. That's all it is. And if you're listening to music and jamming out, you're not worrying about anything. You're just enjoying the music and very present. Really try to foster a sense of humor. Laughter is everything. Laughter can change your mindset. Uh, But we can't take things too seriously. Let's try to make light of some things. And I know some things are not joke worthy. Some things are very serious. 
But when you can laugh, when you can put on a comedy and make yourself just happy, find the humor in situations and really try to be present to what is good about a situation instead of letting it wear you down. Treat yourself to a regular daily moment of quiet time. Find some time in your day to study, to pray, to meditate, to recharge yourself. You can go out in nature. You can go for a run. Whatever you need to do to set aside some quiet time, time for peace, time for connecting with yourself, time for really feeling at ease in your own body and spirit. Include exercise as a part of your regular daily life. This is important, and exercise doesn't mean going to a gym, even though you can come to my studio and dance and work out with me. I would love that. You can find exercise anywhere. You can go out for nature walks. You can go rollerblading. You can go to yoga. You can exercise at home. There's so many YouTube videos to watch and things and apps you can get. But exercising changes your mood. It releases stress and brings you back to a nice, easy place, calm place. And again, we're trying to get your body into a blissful state. And if you're uptight and not exercising, your muscles are probably very tense. So we want to relax those muscles, get them stronger, really blood flowing, energy pumping. Increase your circulation of your body, your heart, Scrub your entire body with a a dry brush or a damp washcloth. And this is important because we want to really feel our body. If you are, especially if you have chronic pain, this is a wonderful daily ritual for you is to really get your circulation going and doing it in a warm, loving way with a warm washcloth would really feel wonderful on your skin. It's a beautiful self-care practice and you can honor your body and treat your body to relaxation and a moment of bliss. Remember, bliss isn't something that lasts forever. It's something that we work at each day and we experience it. So we come in and out of bliss right now in this human form, but we want to hold on to it while we have it. So when you have that blissful moment, really let your nervous system feel it and warming yourself with a warm washcloth, moving your circulation, that would just be a very blissful, peaceful way to be present to yourself. Give generously of yourself and your resources. This is being selfless, giving away your time, giving away your energy, being community-minded, helping others, random acts of kindness. Try to be a little more generous with yourself and your time. And this doesn't mean be a martyr, and this doesn't mean go above and beyond and exhaust yourself always giving. But if you're one of those people that spends your days working hard, working out hard, and going home, having dinner, and starting over, and you feel like you're going through the motions of life, maybe interrupt your pattern and spend some time giving to others. And again, when you give to others, it is blissful. You'll feel the peace and the joy of giving away and seeing on someone else's face the gift of kindness that they've received. And you did that. And that is a beautiful feeling. Keep your home in good order. 
clean your bathroom, clean your kitchen, keep your bedroom neat, your living room neat. How is your home? Look at your home. Does it make you feel blissful? Does it make you feel peaceful? Does it bring you ease? Do you need to minimize? Do you need to clean out the house and really let go of some things and just lighten your load? When I, in the podcast, Auditing Your Life, that's a great one to listen to, to see how your, how your home looks and is the things in your home making you happy or have you had them forever and you just don't even notice them anymore? I want you to really take a good long look at your home and make sure it's bringing you peace and joy and it's a comfort to you. It's a cozy place. You look forward to being there. And if it's not, clean it up. Donate some of your stuff. Change things around. Freshen it up and bring some peace back into your home life. Minimize your screen time. Shut down the devices at least an hour or two before bed if you can. Those screens really activate our brains, our neurons, but they also emotionally trigger us. People who go on social media, you're reading the news, you're reading all these things, and they stimulate your brain even in a positive way. If you're looking at things that make you happy, it's still stimulating the brain in a way that keeps us awake at night and we're not getting the sleep we need. And plus, when we unplug, we do more creative things. We read a book. We might clean the house. We might create something new with our hands. It allows us time to use our our day, our time in a creative way as opposed to just sitting down and watching screens. Slow down and chew your food well. Try to really enjoy your food, enjoy your drinks, your coffee, your cocoa, your tea, your shakes that you drink, the nice meals that you make for yourself. Enjoy them. Don't just scoff down your food really quickly. Take your time and enjoy the food. I also encourage you to turn off your TV while you're eating your food and be present. Listen to some quiet music while you eat your food. Try something different. Don't do what you always do. Try something new so you can be present to the moment and experience something fresh in your spirit, in your mind, and also in your body. Slow down while you eat your food. And if you're one of those people who works through your meals and you eat while you're working, I'm going to encourage you to bring a little placemat and a little vase to your desk so when it's lunchtime, you put your little placemat out and your little vase out, even if you're working while you're eating, because at least your brain knows that you've done something to remind yourself it's lunchtime. We have to be present to the moment. We can't work so hard all the time. We need to calm our nervous system and go a little slower. And do your best to spend your time with people who uplift you, people who make you feel happy, people who feel like sunshine. These are the type of people you want to have in your life, people that bring you joy, people that uh, teach you, encourage you, inspire you. Here's an exercise. Look at the five people you text the most. Think about the people you spend the most time with. Are these people thriving in their lives? Are they happy in their lives? Do they experience joy? Do they experience bliss? Do they feel content? Are they feeling peaceful? How are their lives? Because the people we surround ourselves with and the people we spend the most time with tend to be a reflection of who we are. 
So look at who you spend your time with. Look at your circle and see if you are a reflection of them, if you live the same lifestyle as them, because usually we do. We gravitate to the people who are like us and then decide, are they living peacefully, blissfully? And do you want to live like they are living or do you want more bliss in your life? And if you want more bliss in your life, you have to practice the bliss. So I'm going to encourage you for the next few days to practice the pause. Practicing the pause four times a day for only 30 seconds. So when you have your coffee or tea in the morning, really enjoy it. Sit outside while you have your coffee and tea and take in the moment for 30 seconds go out in nature, breathe the fresh air for 30 seconds. When you talk to somebody, really enjoy their presence for 30 seconds, feel it. Whatever you're doing, pick four things throughout the day to pause and really enjoy. Because if you can do that, you can start pausing in all different areas of your life. And you'll start to live your life like a first responder in the sense that when Dangerous things happen, scary things happen, your stressful things happen, you don't react, you don't get all worked up, you can pause because you've been practicing your pause and you can take in the situation and handle it with ease and with poise and making wise decisions using your wise brain and you're more responsive, more assertive and less living in fight or flight and less living in our reptile brain that's irrational and erratic. And if we can come into this peaceful place, this pausing place, I guarantee you're going to find more bliss in your life because you're going to appreciate the moment. You're going to live in the now. And when you live in the now, you can really be present to your calm in your nervous system, ease in your life, and lots and lots of bliss. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please go down into the episode description and click the link support the show and you can buy me a coffee. Another way to support is to write a review or to share the podcast with friends. And great news, my workbook is now available on Amazon. This book aligns with the first 30 episodes of the podcast and provides journaling prompts to help you through self-reflection as you move through your own personal healing journey. Stay well, and I look forward to having you back next time.